Welcome to the Family Features Podcast. My name is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and I'm honored to bring to you encouragement and challenges for you, your marriage, and your family. I hope to model for you conversations with my own children and also bring relevant conversations to help strengthen your marriage and family. For more resources, courses, and more, check out drcoreygilbert.com. It is an honor to partner with you to better our world one family at a time. Now let's get into today's episode. I absolutely believe that your marriage is a central piece to the whole of the system, if you will. Your family, um, how your kids do, how you do, how your business does, all those kind of things. Now, there are some top reasons for divorce, and these have been coming up a lot lately in my conversations. One of the top reasons for divorce is money, except it never has to do with money. When a couple gets to that point and it's about money, it's become way more than money. Money's a revealer. When there's issues in, with financial stuff in marriage, it doesn't have to do with the actual cash, if you will, or, or income. It has to do with my relationship with that. And I like that term. We have a relationship with money, and all of us have a potentially very dysfunctional relationship with money. Um, and so if you just think of two people, husband and wife, they have a different view of money and a different relationship with money, and this plays out in varying ways. My wife wants to spend money on maybe grooming the dogs, and I want to spend the same amount on something like technology or another TV or something crazy. We always differ. Every couple does. There's some things you agree on, but most things you don't. This becomes a problem. Uh, some it's vehicles. Some it's the house you buy that you can't afford. It's the clothing that you have um, or other things online that you need to be really careful with. Um, another one for us is books. We both enjoy buying books. But it can get out of control. And it's a simple equation of living below your means versus like the government <laughs> above your means. So living below your means gives you wiggle room. Living way below your means gives you a lot more wiggle room. And a lot of us are even taught to live just barely below our means, as in less lower than what I make. So being able to put money away. How you process this together, that's the deal. That's where it all falls apart. It's actually communication. The key there is communication, and we're not doing it. We're actually living. We go day, day in and day out, just punching the clock and doing our life and doing our job and spending money here and spending money there. And we could throw it up on a whiteboard and here's what we spent money on, past tense. But we're very, very much not usually planning ahead. We're not looking to the future. We're not anticipating. Because Christmas, it's every year. <laughs> just, just saying. Christmas comes at the same time every year and yet it catches us off guard. Kids' birthdays and vacations or what other everything else comes very predictably yet we're not planning ahead money reveals our hearts it reveals our selfishness and reveals our bentness and so part of that money thing is actually meant to then draw couples in the conflict in a sense to then bond together and work together if you're not working together as a team you're probably close to falling apart or already falling apart this is not okay so getting on the same page, getting a person to help you, getting a financial advisor, getting a counselor or a coach to help walk you through. When my wife and I met, we actually, from the day we met to our wedding was 10 months. So lots of transitions during that time. But one of the key things we did was we sat down with, a, I think it was through Family Life at the time, um, a free financial advisor that sat us down and spent a few sessions with us talking through because I came with a lot of medical debt and a lot of student loan debt. 
And he helped us really kind of her to see what she was getting herself into and for us to get on the same page so we could go forward together as a team. And that was at that point in time. And we've had to do that many times throughout, have have kind of that come to Jesus moment as a couple. Where What's the reality that we live in financially? Number one reason for divorce. Number two is sex. Here's the irony. It's very simple. Sex is not difficult. It doesn't take manuals. It's not complicated. Animals can figure it out. So can you. Where the problem is, is relationship. The relationship with each other. The space between you and I, the us. And so things don't get talked about. So now we're back to the exact same thing as finances. If we're not talking about this and it's something we just do, it falls apart. It's not what it was meant to be. Because it isn't something that a couple just does. It's a part of the whole. It's a part of the us. I kind of talk about marriage as having three people. Him, her, and an us. And this us is another another kind of part that if it's not nurtured, and this is where the sexual part stays, if it's not nurtured and, and talked about and planned for and anticipated and put as a priority, it falls to pieces. Part of that other other big part of that us is dates and investing each other and, and the conversations you have. And the truth is, is a lot of couples spend an hour or two a week in conversation total and all other conversations in a week. And that is not acceptable. That will not get you through the rough times coming up. And if you're not in a rough time now, there are rough times coming up. And so sex is the second reason for divorce, but yet it's never about sex. It's about our selfishness. It's about our bentness. It's, this is another revealer that I believe God put in place on purpose. Third reason for divorce is a little different. It's in-laws. Oftentimes our family can get in the way. Oftentimes our extended family can cross boundaries that they probably shouldn't. We need a plan. We need to know what to do. The simple answer to this is if his parents are causing problems, she doesn't deal with it, he does. If her parents are causing problems, he doesn't deal with it. She does. Um, it doesn't always. It's not always that simple, but there needs to be some conversation. Again, it's back to relationship as a couple, the us, that then allows them to then put boundaries. Because really, the key word here is boundaries with in-laws and, and parents and family, so that we can be at an optimal place to grow and to to expand our us and our family that then may include children um, and it also includes the life that you build the relationships outside of that outside of family the church you attend the home that you live in the house you the place you live the the community you live in and all those pieces so in-laws is the third one but yet it doesn't tend to be necessarily about in-laws it's about boundaries a really important word that henry cloud talks about all the time and it's just wonderful to hear because it's still so important and now the last one that i'm going to talk about is fourth one's parenting and here's the funny one 100 percent of couples disagree so this is about negotiating and getting on the same page this is about working as a team you're coming from two different worlds and the families you grew up in so how can we get on the same page because sometimes he's right and sometimes she's right and being able to listen to each other and do this dance and go back and forth and be able to be humble enough to say, I'm so sorry, I, I blew it, or I tried this and it didn't work. And correct, self-correct, but also take correction from your spouse. So this is a revealer in terms of the, the cohesiveness and the, the flexibility even as a couple and the health as a couple. 
So money doesn't have to do with money. It has to do with our selfishness. It's a revealer. Sex doesn't have anything really to do with that. It's about the relationship and lack of conversation and this being a healthy part of the us. In-laws, it really doesn't have to do about that either. It just shows some of the cracks in the, the protection of the family, so the, the boundaries that are necessary for health. And then parenting. And parenting is a difficult task. Parenting involves learning something that I've basically never learned anywhere else. And so I need tools. One of the tools I wrote was this book, I Can't Say That. Um, it's a book for parents. Here it is. I Can't Say That. Going Beyond the Talk. Um, equipping Your Children to Make Choices About Sexuality and Gender from a Biblical Sexual Ethic. This is my, I'm so proud of this. Along with that is this workbook for parents that helps walk you through um, just Q&A, questions and, and space to write down and, and process what do you believe so that you can address with your kids a healthy biblical picture of gender and sexuality, marriage, relationship building, dating, and all these hard things that they're facing. Coming up, I have a new book coming out for the teen and preteen that's helped to help them. This is, again, a tool for parents to give to them so they can actually help answer some of these questions themselves, which will be really, I'm so excited about here for 2020 to get that into your hands. Um, and so if you want to order the this book that's already out for parents, you can order that on Amazon, anywhere else, or go to ICan'tSayThat.com. At ICan'tSayThat.com, you can get the free audiobook and other resources which is really exciting. Um, if you want to get my book coming up, you can actually pre-order it, free plus shipping, at freebook.healinglives.com. Freebook.healinglives.com. So, so excited to get that into your hands. Bless you. Bless your marriage. And may you, be, may you build a marriage that you're proud of that actually avoids these things as being huge blow-ups, but are just small parts of the struggles of money, sexuality, or the sex life. Um, in-laws and parenting bless you and your marriage thank you for tuning in to the family features podcast it's been an honor to serve find out about more resources for you and your family's growth and success at healinglives.com thank you to our sponsor the healthy marriage inner circle you can join the conversation in my free facebook group at any time at facebook.com groups slash the healthy marriage to access my new best-selling book for parents, go to ICan'tSayThat.com to purchase and receive the audiobook for free. Remember, your marriage and family are worth fighting for. This is Dr. Corey Gilbert. See you next time.